0: Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of the App Advice Weekly Podcast. I'm Brett Nolan of AppAct.net, and with me as always is Trevor Sheridan of App Advice. In this episode, Trevor and I take in panoramic views while manipulating shapes and battling cats to defend the galaxy. How are you doing tonight, Trevor?
1: I'm doing good, it's good to have you back this week.
0: yeah, I had a nice vacation. it was I didn't even think about the show, but I did play games while I was on vacation, but for the most part, I enjoyed warm weather because we don't right now we still haven't quite gotten that in Massachusetts yet. I know you have that all the time, so you're kind of spoiled, but uh we have to go elsewhere to get it right now.
1: yep, and thanks Jeff Burns last week for filling in. And so this week we'll start off in the usual place of Apple news. There's not the most going on but Apple did drop the price of their iWork suite and iLife suite to completely free across everything. Previously since 2013 if you had a Mac or iOS device you got those apps for free. Now the price is just free regardless of any kind of stipulations.
0: Right yeah before you had to buy a new device and then you would get it. So I th- I would think that most most people at this point have gotten them for free but I guess it's nice if you're someone who still hasn't upgraded now you can grab all those those apps for free.
1: Right. And I mean we talked a lot about the iPhone 8 rumors as well as the Apple car last week so there's not the most to discuss this week and that gives us more time to talk about apps because there's plenty of those and the first one is Airpano Book, and hopefully you're familiar with the first air panel, which offered these 360 degree panoramic views of great natural scenes throughout the world. And so now they've gone from pretty much the wild landscapes to cityscapes to deliver the same type of imagery. But now you're in various cities from New York to Paris, etc.
0: Yeah, these are beautiful. They, I, they must have picked the most sunshiny day to take these photos for, for all of these panorama views. And, but you can, you can kind of navigate the city from the air. And it, like, say you choose New York, you start navigating just through the air, and there's little touch points, and then it'll bring you to certain landmarks that you would probably want to see. And you can pinch to zoom in and just kind of take in the entire breadth of all of these amazing landscapes and and structures and everything else in these like major cities that you may not have the money to go visit but now you can kind of check them out in all this beautiful color right at the at your fingertips on your device
1: yeah it's a really seamless interface to go so first you kind of get these like pop-up book style caricatures of the cities and you tap on that to go to the actual 360 degree panoramas and then once you're in there you can choose to jump like you'll start off as a view of over of the entire Manhattan city and then you can dive down to the Statue of Liberty for example Or you can stay in the main view, and like you said, there's these little white points. You just tap, and you just go from point to point to change your perspective above the city, and you still have that 360-degree, just drag your finger and spin the entire camera. So every single angle you possibly look at, they've captured, and now you have it right on your iOS device. Preferably a big iPad Pro, but if not, you can still (laughs) (laughs) view it.
0: It still looks great on my nine point seven inch iPad Pro. So, uh, but yes, I can imagine it looks even better on on the twelve inch screen. But yeah, those little those three D kind of pop up book images they have at the beginning, those look so cute. And I didn't even know what to expect when I then click through and open the app, and then you're like blasted with this actual real photograph and in crisp color and. And it's a, it's a little bit of a contrast when you go between the two, but I both are equally very nice. But uh, obviously, once you start diving into the photos, you're just going to get captivated and want to just move around these cities and see more and more. And see what all these different areas look like. And it's nice that they do kind of just tell you what the the various things you're looking at are. Like maybe you're not familiar with Amsterdam. Well, now you can go through and it'll tell you what all these various things you're looking at. And you can bring up a little uh, thing on the bottom of the screen that gives you little thumbnails of each of the panoramic views. And you can just quickly jump to whatever might happen to interest you and then look at it in the full screen view.
1: And then there's a little travel guide, like blurb section where it recommends like hidden spots or best time to visit or particular eateries to visit when you go there. So there's little things because it's like a travel guide, but more like travel enticement where you kind of want to go there now that you have this perspective. And then it will give you a little tidbits if you actually do indeed travel to one of these places.
0: Yep. Very nice.
1: And so that's Airpano City Book. It's a dollar ninety nine, and it's universal. And then there's the new Toka app, which I know you're uh, yes. fully versed in.
0: Yes, yes. So this is their seventh uh, one, seventh entry in the Toka Life series. Uh, and these are the ones where they have like Toka Life City, Toka Life Farm, School Town, and it's basically almost like a. Like a virtual dollhouse that you're or a virtual paper doll house that your kids can play with, and they can, you get all this crazy uh, array of characters, and they have all these different locations. You can just drag the characters in and out, and move them around, and you interact with various things. This latest one is called Toka Life Hospital. So now you have access to this whole hospital. There's a, uh, a wing where you can have. All these babies can be born and you can play with the little newborn babies. There's a little area where you can do – where you can pretend like you're getting surgery. There's an X-ray machine. There's even like a hidden like evil scientist laboratory down in the basement that you have to figure out how to unlock. And my kids figure this out like right away and they wanted to show me. They're like, oh, figure it out. No, no, wait. We want to show you. We want to show you. So I mean plus the really cool thing about these apps – is they let you record your own little videos of the interactions. And if you've ever watched the the YouTube channel for Toka Boca, they have their own ones that they do. But my kids, this is the part that they love the most, especially my younger daughter. She'll just start taking various characters and, like, talk for them, and you just hit record before you start, and then you're just talking like you normally would – and she's pretending like the characters are talking to each other. And then maybe they'll go over change into a hospital gown and do a little surgery or go in the x-ray machine. And then when you stop recording, she watches these little movies she made in playback and she just loves it. She's like, she's creating her own little hospital drama and, uh, It's just a really fun activity for kids to pass the time, especially like on a rainy day or just use their creativity. And it's not just like mindless fun. You're actually kind of creating something.
1: That sounds like a really interesting use case of all the different ones. You know, like their description doesn't go into that kind of specific use case.
0: Yeah, it's just fun. Like, even I had fun. Like, they forced me to create my own little thing. So I had this crazy, I think it was a dolphin or something going around. Oh, no, it was a sloth. It was a giant sloth. And I had him dress up with like a hospital gown. I had him going around, running around, tormenting everyone in the hospital and (laughs) recording it. And he was like running around trying to hide as the other people were trying to find him. They were laughing hysterically. And then now it's saved in my. Younger daughter wanted me to message her. i message her the video afterwards, and now she gets a copy. And uh, it's just – I don't know. It's just a fun activity that either kids can do with their own or parents can get involved too. And there's nothing you have to worry about. They're not like trying to sell you anything. There's no in-app purchases. It's all – you pay two ninety-nine, and you get this app in unlimited use, wherever you want to do.
1: And do you think Boca is like progressing with these apps, or are they all pretty much the same – core app with different themes
0: uh it's it's pretty much the same thing over and over again just now they do a new theme and there's actually like I was actually just talking to my daughters about this. There's four different companies that are all doing this, and they all have their own little angle that they're doing with it. There's uh, two other companies. uh, There's one called My Town that does a lot of these same things. They seem to be really cranking them out. I think they're up to like 16 of these. And there's another one that started the whole thing, which is Pocket Play Home, and they've only done like four. And there's another one, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, that they have a much more like – weird cartoony feel to theirs so there it's all kind of once you see it on one of these uh, like a, they pick a location then either Tokoboka or one of the other companies will do that same location but maybe they'll throw in their sort of feel to it or or add something else that makes you want to play with theirs like maybe a new location within the hospital that maybe like this has that secret lab where there was another one where they had a doctor's office or something and that didn't have that obviously. So it' it's all depends on which one of these brands you like the most, but you really can play any of them. but they're all do they're all starting to like converge and hit a lot of the same stuff. So if you only pick one, really the toka Boca are tend to be the highest quality of all of these, but there's a lot of competitors now in this space.
1: Right, and that's Toka Life Hospital. It's two ninety nine. It's Universal. And that means it's time for some games, and we're starting off this week with a big-name title. It's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy by Telltale Games. And hopefully you're familiar with one of the Telltale Games, whether it's The Walking Dead series, The Wolf Among Us, Game of Thrones, Minecraft Story Mode, Batman... Whatever They have quite a stable of games, and now they're applying their style to Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. It comes out right before Volume 2 is set to hit theaters. And so it's the familiar kind of crew. You have Star-Lord and Rocket and Groot and Gamora and Drax. But now you actually have the whole dialogue choice system that Telltale is known for. And it seems like with this one they really emphasized more action to kind of fit in with the Marvel superhero idea. Because Batman, it progresses that theme, but this one seems to take it even further. Like, there's more action sequences built on that choice-based dialogue adventure, that cinematic adventure they've already set up.
0: Yeah, they've done a really nice job. But Like, some of the characters, at first it, it irked me a little bit that they don't look... Identical to like the movie versions of the characters, just because that's what I'm used to. Like, I don't read the comics, but they do a really nice job of creating that same sort of. With those dialogue trees, the same sort of dialogue you would expect in the movie and the same sort of reactions like you you expect Drax to be – take everything so literally. So depending on what you choose, you can force him to give one of his funny responses where you know he's going to take it the wrong way or it just feels – so perfectly written for that universe and they do a really nice job of kind of recreating that along the comedy with the action which is what makes the guardians of the galaxy franchise so awesome and what is so appealing about it
1: and this one goes in a relatively adventurous kind of story narrative and that telltale is pushing kind of the boundaries and the limits of what Guardians of the Galaxy can do, whether you're familiar with the movie or the comic strip. Just, I don't want to spoil it, but they do a pretty big thing in the first hour of the game, and that's does, that takes a long time to get to in the comics, and we're not there in the movie. So they're just going full speed ahead with that idea, and then it allows them to kind of explore storyline that isn't really well-known yet in terms of the guardians of galaxy universe
0: right now do you know is this a completely different story or are they taking stuff directly from the comics and transform i'm only about a half an hour into this so far
1: i completed the full first episode it's two hours just like the usual kind of telltale form Yeah, the usual and yeah i'm not super familiar with the comic strips but I have a basic understanding that what they do in this thing doesn't ever happen in the comics, at least not okay. in the structure of these five characters.
0: Yeah, it seems like they usually tend to go off on their own thing and do like a new storyline. So, I mean, you have, I assume at this point, everyone's seen the first movie, but you're back to full size group. So uh, it's obviously not picking up right where the first movie left off so it's not taking the storyline of whatever happens necessarily in the second movie so i believe this is a new storyline they're doing for this but i wasn't entirely sure
1: i think it is just like the way they did with batman or game of thrones doesn't tie directly into the movie especially because it also skips over origin story like the first movie shows how the five of them come together this operates under the assumption that they've been fighting for quite a while. They're fully aware of what everyone does. Yeah. And so that makes for them to, you know, do a lot of different stories than just because it's Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't mean, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. Right, and, and I like what's that.
0: also nice because they don't have to take all that time to build the characters back up. They kind of assume that you know these characters and you just want to get right into the action, which is exactly what they do, which keeps it entertaining rather than having to rehash the same thing over and over and over again.
1: Right. And that's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's worth noting the game is four ninety nine to download. You just get episode one. Episode two to five are coming. If you buy the multi-pack, it's gonna be fourteen ninety nine for that episode two to five. But if you wait a while for those episodes to come out, the first episode will likely drop to free. So you always kinda of gotta balance that consideration.
0: Right, and they do take like a, usually. What is it like one a month apart or two months apart between episodes? Is usually how long they've it takes. been
1: speeding up recently. So probably closer to a month. Yeah, but that is Marvin's, Mar- Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy again, four ninety nine <laughs> universal, and then there's Cats Crash Reno Turbo Stars, which comes from the makers of Cut the Rope, as well as king of thieves and this game really is more like king of thieves than it is cut the rope you get to create your own kind of little battle bot you have a little cat who pilots the battle bot but it's very similar idea you get to add the wheels you focus on the shape of the core structure and then you can add boosts as well as weapons so you might have a drill or a rocket launcher or a buzzsaw and your goal is essentially to beat to fully destroy your opponent before they destroy yours and You put your little bot together, and then you simply watch it in action. It's not like you go out and you start firing the rockets or whatever the case may be. You just watch it and hope that the thing you put together can survive.
0: Right. So that's the biggest thing that you don't realize until you get into the game and it's, it's a lot of hands off. You think, Oh, this is a battle arena. I'm going to be taking my car out. Now I can roll it around. I can swing my, uh, like fire off my, my chainsaw or swing around my big mace and, and try to take them out. But it, It's all hands off. You basically build and then test, build and test. And so you either have the option of going in and doing like a single fight and those, if you get enough wins in a row, so you build up your win streak, you'll earn a box and the box has uh, parts in it. And then it takes like two hours to unlock the box and then eventually you'll get a whole bunch of parts in that box for free. Otherwise, you can try and fight and challenge in a 14 fight. It goes one fight right after the X, and you just battle all of the other people that are currently in your little area that you're in. And then you just fight them one after another. If you win X number of fights, you get an instant promotion, which bumps you up to the next level, which then will unlock a a better selection of parts and you eventually move into different parts. So you start out with all wooden parts, you move to metal parts, and then eventually you move to, I don't remember what's after that, but you, you eventually start getting better and better parts. But then again, the people you're going to facing are better and better. So you constantly have to keep on changing, modifying your shit, your car, changing out the weapons and making modifications. If you're going to be able to win battles and then, uh, continue on and keep progressing through the levels.
1: Yeah, you have those kind of two ways to play. You can focus on just that winning streak that you access in the bottom right, that like quick access to try to get that box and then you got to wait two hours for it to unlock. Or you can go on that chain or that like uh, competition tree where you're battling everyone within that competition tree and that's when you really get that upgrade to that new tier and then you get the parts to be able to be able to win in that new tier and it's kind of just that cycle of doing it where you get the parts you upgrade your thing you face tougher opponents you beat those opponents you get new parts and then you go at it again and it's up to you to kind of how long you want to get into it it is surprisingly engaging to want to keep upgrading your bot and even though it's so hands-off it's also kind of alluring to just watch your bot and kind of Have a more strategic approach because it's all about the assembly rather than maybe compensating for poor assembly with the skill as driving and battling.
0: Yeah, so at first I was annoyed by the hands-off, but the more I played, and I've actually played a lot of this, uh, you do really start to get into it. And it does almost feel... A little more hands-on as you start to go, because especially when you start to enter into those fourteen-fight battles, you might see like the first couple of people you're losing, but you know why you're losing. Like maybe they have a a lift that's lift flipping you over, and you and now all your weapons are shooting the wrong direction. Well, you might you know how to alter that once you've played enough times. You're like, oh, if I just change out my car to be this shape or, or change the wheels slightly, then he's not gonna be able to get under me, and I'll be able to stay up and. I'm going to take that guy out so then you just kind of keep on tweaking and going back in tweaking going back in and maybe you'll start to lose other battles you used to win but you'll it's, it's kind of fun to do those modifications the big problem I have with the game is the fact that you get completely random pieces so there's no way to go in and buy something like specific that you want so it's especially annoying with the bodies so the bodies on each of the bodies of the cars there's multiple different shapes of bodies but you have locations where you can attach weapons and locations where you can attach little gadgets like a coke bottle that makes you fly forward or fly backward or this little crane that helps you to like flip over your opponent And those are located at random spots on the body of the the car you happen to get. The problem is, if you have all short, really short weapons, like little short chainsaws or little short uh, swords, then... And you get a car where the only location to put a weapon is way on the back of the car, where the weapon's not even going to reach the front of the car. Then you're never going to win any battles until you unlock another box or something to allow you to get new bodies that maybe one will randomly help. Like even if you you can fuse different cars together, but that doesn't help you increase either change like the shape of them. Or And it doesn't help you increase the amount of energy that's allowed on that particular car. So each thing you want to attach requires energy, and your car is limited to a certain amount of energy. And if you don't have a car that's big enough to even hold what you have, like say you've just decided to upgrade all your weapons, well, now you have nothing cheap anymore that you can put on a car. So. You can end up like locking yourself out from winning if you do too much upgrading early and then you just don't end up uh, getting the right pieces in these random boxes. So it can be kind of annoying and frustrating until you start getting pieces you can actually use again.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see that, though I also see the flip side of wanting to monetize it. And oh, yeah, I know why they're doing it. Yeah. It's relatively hands-off in terms of the IAP and the freemium structure. You can play quite a bit without having to worry about any in-app purchases or anything like that.
0: Oh, right, and you can watch an ad. You can watch an ad four times and unlock the box instantly. So, like, you basically spend two minutes watching four 30-second ads instead of waiting two hours for the box to open. And then once you start getting the metal boxes, they take six hours to open, and I assume once I get up to the next level, those boxes are going to take even longer to open. But uh, the only other UI thing that I found a little annoying is there's no way to sort your pieces. You can sort by type and just view a certain type, so just view the wheels or just view the bodies or just view the weapons, but you can't sort them by how powerful, like give me the most powerful and I wanted to see the most powerful ones. So, Or which ones cost the least energy to, to apply to my car. So I wish they had a little more granularity in the sorting so that when you're trying to find pieces. Because if you end up with a long, you're just scrolling left and right to find the pieces. And some of the wheels look very similar. And so it can be kind of annoying to find the exact piece you want if your inventory gets large. But – uh I, that's an easy fix if they can update with but otherwise it is surprisingly fun for how it hands off it seems at first uh and i have been playing a ton of it
1: and <laughs> do you get alerted when so you can challenge your particular friends do you get alerted when my weak level three car tries to battle your weak your big bad level five car
0: I did not get any alert. Of any. You get oh. these little messages when you come back in that say you successfully defended against X number of people and you get a whole bunch of, of the little bolts or whatever their gems are. Yeah. Uh, you get a whole but bunch of those. But it doesn't say that it's
1: particularly by me. I,
0: no. I actually I, I tapped in your name. I didn't realize it was going to cause us to fight and I killed you in like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> because my car <laughs> is so jacked up right now.
1: I know. Yeah, I, I did <laughs> I've seen that you defended for a certain number of time, but I didn't know if it told me particularly it was a friend or not.
0: I didn't okay. see, I haven't seen that, but yeah.
1: <laughs> and so that's Cats. It's Crash Arena, Crash Arena Turbo Stars. It's free. It's universal. And then there's Invert. I got to see it at GDC, and now it's available for everyone. And it's a minimalistic puzzle game that is all about flipping the grid to one uniform color. So you either flip or flop. And to do so, you have buttons around the entire exterior of the current shape. So it might be a square or a diamond or a triangle or whatever the case may be. And then you have the typical ones where it just flips a row or a column. And then you have special shapes depending on the level. So you might flip out a rectangular grid of the block or or a triangular piece or an elbow piece. And so you have those specific pieces to work with. And it's all about flipping everything into the right shape. And it just takes a while to kind of figure out how the pieces can flip. And realizing that you might not necessarily flip everything to white. Sometimes you might have to flip everything to the color side. And so it changes kind of the way you think about it. And then each level pack is only like eight levels. And it just builds that new kind of piece that you're introduced with until... You have like six moves and you need to figure out the correct uh, orientation and the sequence of tapping on those special pieces along with the rows and columns.
0: Yeah, I love that fact that you have the option of flipping to either of the two colors because there's been times when i'm like i cannot figure this out i don't know what i'm doing why i can't figure this one out and then all of a sudden you accidentally flip them all to the other color and you're like oh it was the other color i was supposed to do on this one and so it gives you an, another out if for some reason you're so stuck then you kind of just change your mindset and then you start to go on the other ones uh, and the thing I really like about this, and we've seen it on a couple of puzzle games, another one that was released this week that we're not going to talk about, that um, you're not you, – you never are, like, locked down. So you always can just – maybe you're, you can't complete a one of the eight puzzles in one of the sections. You can move on to another group of eight and see how well you can do on something else, and then maybe come back to the other one and maybe something that will click later. But you're never locked out, completely locked out, at least I haven't been, from continuing on and at least trying other puzzles, where sometimes we've noticed on on other apps where they just don't let you progress until you pass every single thing. And so it's nice to always be able to move on and go to something else if if you're completely stuck.
1: And then you're given two different game modes. So there's the main campaign where you just have a certain number of moves to beat a level, but then there's also the speed run portion where you can take as many moves as you want, and you just try to complete a set of five levels within sixty seconds. And that's how you get three stars. And so you might not be, you may make a couple mistakes at the start, but it doesn't matter. You just need to try to keep flipping everything and seeing how the pieces kind of come together. Because as you get through these levels, you'll realize that. Each one has a solution that is going to kind of use those special pieces and you kind of work backwards to how they formed it, you know, one way to then flip it all out back the other way. So you can see that if I reduce this side over here into this triangular shape, I'll then be able to use that one big special piece and clear it all together. So you kind of balance it out that way.
0: Yeah, once you start to see those different the different shapes like the hexagon one and then the square one, the the diamond one, you start to learn patterns that they tend to use within those different Shapes and you can start to do them faster and faster because you know you're like oh I did this before in a different level I know how to do this section so you get it down to a segment that you recognize and you're like I know how to get out of this one and then just tap the the right buttons and then you're out so yeah it's I you kind of can keep on going back and forth between the campaign and the the challenge mode and use what you learned in the campaign to improve your times in in the challenge mode and then if you somehow are able to unlock a hundred stars total you can unlock the expert mode which i have not unlocked yet so i don't know exactly what that is but i assume it's it's pretty hard
1: right and so that's invert it's a dollar 99 and it's universal and then there's vignettes which isn't quite a game it's kind of more like an exploratory app it's a really interesting take So it gives you this 3D piece. It starts out as a chest. You open that treasure chest, and then it sends you on your way. And the idea is that you can manipulate that 3D object. You can rotate it fully 360 degrees, and as you rotate it, it forms into something else. So you might start, and you have a frying pan, and then that can turn into a bowl, and then it turns into a lamp, and then it turns into a fan, and now you're like... It's amazing. It all comes down to rotating at the right kind of camera angle, and that unlocks the next shape. And there's subtle little hints in the color schemes that they use and the shapes of the pieces that you realize if you rotate it at just the right angle, you might not know what it's going to turn into, but judging based on how you created those other shapes, that it's going to turn into something at that right shifted perspective.
0: Right. Yeah, this one is just weird. There's like no instructions at all. You just start rotating things around and then all of a sudden it'll start turning into other things. And there is a little button you can press down at the bottom where it kind of shows you this broken out tree showing you the stuff you figured out that you could turn this main object into and then arrows pointing to question marks for the things you haven't quite figured out yet so you might know that like this phone if you turn it into a bowl then you can turn it into something else and something else but you haven't found those yet so you just want to keep on rotating or sometimes you have to rotate and then tap and then if you rotate enough you'll figure out what these other things you need to find are and so it's really weird the color scheme is almost like a cga like old school like really limited color palette and i don't know is it i don't know if i like it or not it's kind of a bizarre experience is a good way to put it i and it's i don't know it's just kind of confusing and you feel at times you feel like you're just flipping things around randomly until you can find something like you don't know exactly what you should be doing
1: i was super intrigued and compelled to keep going because you start creating these scenes with the pieces you find and then you access that tree so when you get to like the lamp or something and you've found two of the things it can go to and there's still two question marks you're like okay well i can rotate it different ways but then it seems like you've rotated every single possible way and you're you go back to something you already found and it's like no i need to go back now and it messes you up you're just like i want to stick on the lamp until i find <laughs> yeah. something i haven't found and so that yes, was, when you, started getting annoying
0: it, yes it's when you go backwards and then you end up like back like no no i didn't want to go back that way and then then you have to redo a bunch of stuff to get back to the object you originally had but then you start to rotate and then you accidentally go back again. And it, that's where I got frustrated, where you can't make forward momentum because you keep accidentally going backwards. Uh, so but I didn't know how to not do that because
1: you're just trying but they to should block and tran- that out. If you found yeah, a piece yes. already, it shouldn't be able to be formed again.
0: No, but the problem is the, the branching trees. So you have to go back if you if you branch out in one well, direction. You can jump the on the piece. tree.
1: They could make the tree clickable.
0: Oh, true. Yeah, yeah they or could capable, do that. Because,
1: yeah. yeah, some of the parts of the tree, you'll reach a dead end. You've found everything you could, and so you need to backtrack. But I think ones with question marks, if you formed you know, something from the lamp already, you should be able to skip it. Or like, okay, you found something that highlights, but you can choose to skip it or something. Like, I don't want to go down that path again i filled you know i reached the dead end from that path i just want to stay on this lamp until i figure it out
0: yes yes i think that would help a lot
1: but i mean it's it's definitely a unique app it's not like anything else it takes kind of that zen bound idea of the 3g object manipulation it comes from the makers of shadowmatic which is also 3d manipulation so it makes sense it's just they they go so hands-off, so menu-less that it becomes too hands-off at sometimes it borders on frustrating
0: yes, I agree <laughs> yeah, it's a, a very good way to put it
1: <laughs> and that's vignettes, it's two ninety nine. it's universal and I think that's everything for episode 16
0: yeah, I think that's all it was a, it Everyone, was a busy week
1: It was. To everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next time.
0: Talk to you later.